to episode 18 of the SoCo Show. This is your co-host, Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by my so-host, Seth Ott. You gotta stop doing that. <laughs> I think it's cool. You don't like it? No. The people like it. You're the so-host. I'm the co-host. What? Which people said they like it? Uh, hey, a lot of people are saying... <laughs> a lot of people are talking, and they say that it's great. It's gonna be huge. Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, regardless of whatever you say about that, my dumb nickname that you've made up... Um, <laughs> Read an interesting story this the today about where mo- where most people watch or a lot of people watch their Netflix. So I read the story where else a lot of people watch Netflix <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> uh, Thirteen million people on average watch Netflix on the toilet. Like at all, or in a day, or uh, let me read. Does up. it say that's a lot of that's a lot of people? It's a lot of pooping. That's a lot of poopal. Good God. <laughs> so that, because when, when we were younger, I always dreamed of having a, a TV in the toilet. Um, but then as time went on, like we got laptops and we could take those in there. We got phones, we can watch stuff. Watching shit while you should is so easy now. It's Yeah, it's easier than it's ever been. Yeah. But it, I mean, do you want to? No, I've never done, see, I, I, I've never watched Netflix on really on my phone unless I'm on a flight. Yeah. Because I have a 55 inch 4K HDR TV. I'm not going to watch Netflix on my phone. Yeah. That'd be pointless. Plus, uh, most toilet seats are really uncomfortable. I did. I did used to take my laptop in. This is going to get real personal. <laughs> I did used to take my laptop in the bathroom. I don't. I, that, that, that that was when I was like that was though. This is when like laptops started becoming more accessible. Because remember when we had laptops when we were in, like, elementary school where we had to, like, sign out and yeah. they were, like, really expensive and stuff? Once, once I got my first laptop, then I would take it in there and, you know, go on it, I guess. I didn't watch Netflix, but I'd get on Facebook or something. I don't know what I used That's to do. That's so weird to me because just go in and crap and then go back to what you were doing. That's my that's my thing. Like, why do you want to – also, how long are you in there? Well, it... I I mean, I used to <laughs> I used to be about 80 pounds heavier, so my diet wasn't the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay i'm sure your craps were a lot more extreme than, <laughs> than mine might be i'm in i'm out and i'm back into to whatever i'm watching yeah so I, I i've never had an interest in watching now I'll, I'll flip through a twitter or something for a couple minutes but yeah i'm not interested yeah. in putting on an episode of the handmaid's tale while i'm taking a dump <laughs> see I, i'm i'm more that way now um you know i'll be on twitter or whatever make some fantasy football moves or yeah whatever that's usually when i do most of my fantasy football moves <laughs> that's why your team is so shitty <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, that's so weird to me, but I'm not surprised. People are always doing weird shit. Yeah. Well, we have a, a, a ton of news today, so I want to jump right into it. Let's get to TV first. Television! So there were a couple really interesting, uh, new TV announcements about new series that are going to be coming out. And a couple of them were actually really exciting. So for one, there's a, apparently going to be a Lord of the Rings TV series. <laughs> Being developed for Amazon. I know you're not a fan of Lord of the Rings, <laughs> but a lot of folks are. And uh, I think this could be a big one for Amazon. Um, I think anytime you you do Lord of the Rings, similar to like Star Trek, how they're doing it on uh, CBS Access now, I think Lord of the Rings is the kind of thing that could get you a lot of new subscribers. And so yeah. I think this will be definitely a big one for Amazon. Yeah. Think. Yeah. I mean, it's similar to kind of that Disney one that I know we're going to talk about, but... Mm-hmm. You know, you try and land the big franchises to get people in. I don't care. I won't watch it. Um, I watch a lot of TV, and that's going to be one thing that's not on my list. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. Neither of us are really big fans of Lord of the Rings. But I, I do think that the show could be cool um, where the movie was sometimes not. Because there's such a breadth. Of, it's kind of similar to Harry Potter. There's such a breadth of shit that goes on there. Mm-hmm. You can't have possibly gotten to it all in the movies. Yeah. So this will dive in a little deeper. Um, obviously it's kind of that fantasy dragons type shit. So, Mm -hmm. um, maybe your game of Thrones audience will kind of get into that a little bit. I think it could be a big success if it's handled well and, uh, kind of exciting. I think for a lot of folks to go back to that middle earth, another one that I'm even more, probably, I mean, if you were going to tell, if you're going to read a sentence that was most likely to give me a boner, it might be this sentence. (laughs) Apparently Jordan Peele is set to direct a brand new twilight zone reboot. (laughs) 
<laughs> and that is, uh, whew, that makes me feel good to say because I, I love the Twilight Zone. Is this going to be a movie or TV? No, it's TV. Series. Is it really? Yeah. And apparently it's going to be on CBS All Access, which, eh, whatever. But, um, you gotta pay seven ninety nine a month to watch it. Yeah, which I would do for for Jordan Peele after seeing Get Out, which is kind of in and of itself a Twilight Zone type mm-hmm. type thing. Um, I think this could be really really good. Yeah, and obviously it's the Twilight Zone, so you'll get the classic Twilight Zone stuff. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now they do already kind of have this kind of thing now. The anthology series is not so fresh anymore mm-hmm. because they're things like. Room 104, Mm -hmm. um, Black Mirror is a big deal. That's an excellent show. Um, And and a couple other things like that. So I think it's really going to have to be good for it to stand out against some of the new stuff. But having Jordan Peele involved makes me very, 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 very excited. One more very. And between this and uh, Star Trek, I might actually... Might actually try the CBS All Access for a little bit, just to see what they're about. Now, Mm. I don't know any dates That one... uh, We saw a trailer for that one... uh, it's produced by Will Ferrell and Adam McKay, I think his friend is. Um, is that his name? Mm. Um, has a bunch of cameos in it, the comedy. I don't know. We saw a trailer for that. Looked kind of, that looked kind of funny. It's like a cop type show. Oh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be on CBS All Access. That There's not enough yet for me to purchase that. Mm-mm. I'm a big fan of Big Brother, and they had a season on there, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to pay for this crap. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, Big Brother sucks. You suck. So let's look at a... Uh... Another new streaming service that potentially is going to make some waves. Uh, Pornhub Monthly. Pornhub Month. That's already happening. That's (laughs) making tons of weird looking waves. Um, The new Disney streaming service Mm -hmm. that's going to be coming out. It it came out in the last week that there are plans to move the current Netflix Marvel Mm -hmm. shows over to the Disney service. Yeah. Um, As a side bit of that news, the Disney service people also came out and said that their monthly price is going to be substantially lower than that of Netflix. Yeah. So between those two things, that really seems like so they're going to try to cut into some Netflix. They've announced, obviously we talked about the Star Wars last week, they've announced like a high school musical, so they're going for the kids. But they're, they're announcing a bunch of series. Yeah. And if it's going going to be cheaper than Netflix, like, if they're moving the Marvel shows over, I'm, I'm going to do it. Um, especially with the library they're going to go for and everything like that. So that kind of goes into like if they're going to move over – like Punisher, if that's going to be one they're going to move over, that's something I'm I'm excited for that to come out this week, and I would move over for the ones that have already existed. And from what I've heard, Punisher being as awesome as it as it is, I'm gonna have to pay for that service. Yeah, I think I I think that the Marvel shows specifically and the cheaper price point mean that a lot of people are going to get this. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not they'll stop Netflix for it, I I don't think that for a while at least will happen. You mean like take like make Netflix go away? Like no, like. I'm going to stop my Netflix subscription oh, and just no. get Disney. I well, don't think that'll happen. No. At least not for a while. But I definitely think that they're going to have a really big subscriber base in that first period um, when they start bringing over all these shows. Mm-hmm. And not to mention the movie library. You know, all your Star Wars and Marvel is going to be over there now in addition to all these Disney classics. So they're going to – I think that they're uh, – it's ugly to me that they're doing it. I don't, I don't like that. But I think that they are going to do a really good job with it, and I think it'll be pretty successful. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if that whatever I, I would probably wouldn't stop my Netflix subscription at all. Even I mean, I don't think that's a question for mm-hmm. me right now because they they're still pulling. They have I mean they have some of the best shows on television, and they're not even on TV. They have some of the best shows, and it's not that's not even the Marvel shows. I mean they have some of the best written like all, a bunch of Emmy, Emmy nominated shows. I mean I, I don't think Disney's going to be able to compete in that way for a long time. Yeah, I I, I definitely think you're right about Look that. Look how long it took HBO to get thrown off their you yeah. know you know off, off their mantle maybe 10 years from now potentially but it'll be a while yeah netflix isn't going anywhere but but disney i think will will uh they'll be big when they start yeah so you mentioned uh you mentioned the punisher that's mm-hmm. getting released on netflix this friday yep reviews are starting to come out sounds like it's gonna be pretty good yeah I, i've seen quite a few reviews saying it's the best marvel show um of all any any marvel show you mean so. it's gonna be better than iron fist is that what you're telling me <laughs> The, the dump I took while watching Netflix is better than, <laughs> than Iron Fist. Yeah, I think people are really excited about The Punisher. His his appearance in Daredevil was, I think a lot of folks said, the best part of yeah. the second season of Daredevil. Easily. And he just murders God. Now, he's a little over the, like, for, I don't know if I'm going to check out The Punisher because that hyper violence is not really mm-hmm. my bag, but 
Um, I know a lot of people whose bag it is. Yeah. And they're really excited to check this out. And the good well, his... reviews mean I think it's it should be pretty tight. Yeah, and his story, like, I've always enjoyed the Punisher's origin story and just kind of some of the stories throughout the comics, so I'm excited for this. One more piece of streaming news. Uh, sounds like we got a release date for one of Hulu's big properties. Uh, Handmaid's Tale, yeah. The, they haven't given an exact date, but it's going to be April of next year. Uh, so I think they're, they have been filming recently, so that must be coming to an end soon, and they'll be premiering in April. So I'm excited about that. It took me a while to get on the last season, as, as, the, uh, as the listeners know, but <laughs> I'm excited to because I think they release it in chunks. They do a couple episodes at a time which oh. will be good for me. <laughs> yeah, that'll help you out for sure. You won't have to binge that in one day. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- obviously, uh, for season one won the Emmy, best drama, so mm-hmm. that's a huge deal. Um, Elizabeth Moss was obviously nominated. And I think I remember reading that they wrapped up the book in the first season. So yeah. this, this is going to be all... All new stuff. Yeah. Which is an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. The, the choice to make a second season seems interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I like it, but... We'll see. Um, I, this is Hulu's pride and joy right now, mm-hmm. so they're going to do it right, I think. Video games! Let's get into video games, and I've been very excited for a while now about Star Wars Battlefront 2, uh, which comes out, I believe, this Friday, uh, the 17th. And there's been a little bit of drama uh, going on this week specifically around the unlock system in Battlefront. For one thing, they have loot crates, which is super annoying, and everyone hates loot crates. And then for another thing, it, it came out over the last week that if you wanted to have characters like Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker specifically, the amount of time you would need to play the game to unlock those guys was showing up as like 40 hours to get the level of experience points that you would need, <laughs> or you would need to pay for them. Yeah. And so a lot of people were super pissed about it. <laughs> In fact, on Reddit, someone posted that that information and it became the 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 most downvoted thing ever to be on Reddit. It's got like a, it's I got some crazy hundreds of thousands of downvotes. <laughs> Bunch it's of angry like, nerds. Yeah, it's got like ten. It's got like ten or twenty times the number of downvotes as the the previous record holder. Really? Yeah, it, it's in, it's insane. And so now uh, EA has come out and said there's gonna they're gonna release a patch as soon as the game drops that's gonna change that, and it's gonna be a lot easier to unlock. Vader and Skywalker specifically. So Reddit finally got something done. That's pretty cool, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think, so if they're going to do that, then like who who are you going to unlock at level 40? Like Jar Jar? I think he's got to be the last. Well, he's Snoke. Everyone knows. Oh, okay. So he's going to be the final villain. Uh, The final, you have to get like level 200. He's not a villain. He's a hero. Yeah. Depends on who you ask. He's the best character in the entire entire franchise. Now you're a villain. Get out of (laughs) here. It sounds like, I haven't seen uh, any of the reviews so far, but you had mentioned that you had seen a couple and it wasn't looking so hot. Yeah, there's been a few like in-progress type reviews, and I saw like in GameSpot I gave it like a 6, which is pretty mediocre. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, the last one didn't get great reviews, but a lot of the the negative reviews were due to the just the lack of content in it. Now it seems like they overloaded it with content. Maybe that made them not focus on the game as much. I don't know. I didn't read the, the whole thing because... They don't have bullet points when they have reviews in progress, progress <laughs> so I didn't care. <laughs> well, I know one thing. Regardless of how the reviews are, I'm going to be picking this up because I just got to get in some Star Wars. You're part of the problem. <laughs> There's just, uh, what, five or six weeks left till the movie, and yeah. I got to fill that time up with some Star Wars shit. And this has the first Star Wars story single-player mode to come out in a long time. Uh, I'm really excited to play that. Everything else, honestly, I played the first Battlefront, Game-wise, it was just pretty okay, mm-hmm. but you're a fucking stormtrooper shooting at shooting yeah. at guys, or you pick up a lightsaber and you're, you're uh, Anakin Skywalker or or, um, or Luke or Vader or whoever it is you might be. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. just so fucking cool to get to play as those guys. It, you know, I'm like I'm gonna like it regardless. I also read that this the game also gives hints to where like how Luke got onto the island that he's on oh. as well. So it's gonna give some story details. Well, I don't know if I like that at all. Yeah. Mm, it's quite a conundrum. I'm going to have to think hard about that. Well, uh, if it's not in the movie, though, that might be cool. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I hope it spoils the entire movie for you. (laughs) (laughs) So here's an interesting uh, piece of news, and it's kind of video game slash TV news, and I'll tell you why. One of the... Hope so. (laughs) One of of my favorite PlayStation 2 games 
that I played uh, was Hitman Blood Money. Uh, not Barbie Horse Adventures. Not Barbie Horse Adventures. That's my second favorite game. <laughs> um, Hitman, if you don't know, he's this white bald guy with a barcode on the back of his neck, and he's just he's a hitman. That's all he does. <laughs> there have been a couple really terrible movies put out about this. Uh, one with Timmy, Timothy Oliphant and one with uh, a guy who I'm pretty sure doesn't act anymore because he was <laughs> freaking terrible. The trailer um, looks so good for that movie. Yeah, they always do. The trailers look so tight. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the exciting part about this, apparently the creator of John Wick is now... Creators. The creators of John Wick are now working on a TV series for Hitman. Hulu. I think it's on Hulu, too. Is it going to be on Hulu? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be based on the Hitman, Hitman universe, which I think is really cool because it's going to... It's really similar. If you've played the games, that that world is kind of similar to John Wick's world. Mm-hmm. And so I think they'll add in some cool wrinkles and do a little bit more uh, character development uh, around him in order to make this really interesting. I think it could be really, really cool, um, and I have high hopes for it, but... The movies make me really nervous about it. Mm-hmm. Did you have you played Hitman in the past? Have you liked those games? Little bits of it, I, they're fine. Yeah, I was okay with them. I've always liked them because it's just a it's a big puzzle, mm-hmm. right? You've got to find out how to knock this domino down and this 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 all at the right time so you can kill this dude and then escape the scene because you have, you can't just kill the guy. You got to get out. See, I think the the later games were just more action oriented because I played one of the, like the later ones that was on I think even PS3. Mm-hmm. And it was just like go and kill a bunch of guys, and that was it. Like it was story, more story driven. Yeah, there were a couple like so. Blood money is the way I'm talking about, and then there were one or two in the middle that I think are more like what mm-hmm. you're saying. And then the newest one, which is just called Hitman, is way more just like the puzzle stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I prefer to play where you don't just go shoot it. You can do that. You can go shoot everyone up you want. Um, I prefer to play sneaky and uh, and not be detected, which is really tough. Mm-hmm. But. I think there could be some really cool set pieces in this show where he's being really creative about what, the way he kills people. Yeah. It could be some really cool action. Now, Agent 47, who's the name of the hitman, is not a character. He has no personality. He's he's just born to be a hitman. Mm-hmm. So I, what I think they'll have to do is build some characters around him. Yeah. He has a sort of an assistant that's always talking in his ear. Uh, I think she will be important. And then obviously the people and the reasons for why he's having to kill I think it could be cool. So I have middling hopes for this because the movies really made it look like this is unmakeable. Yeah, and also I heard there's a couple people who are down for the... They've narrowed it down to two people for the, the lead role of Hitman. Uh, one of them is Moby, and the other one is uh, Jim Rash. Oh, God. <laughs> the dean from Community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the third one is Seth. Hey. <laughs> I wish I had abs like that. Yeah, I bet you do. Sports! Let's get into sports, and holy shit, Seth, it is finally here almost. This is the weekend that the Rams play the Vikings in Minnesota, week 11 of the NFL season, and we're going to be there. We are? We, I am. I guess oh. you don't have to go if you don't want to. <laughs> but we do have tickets. So, uh, you know, both teams, 7-2 and two now, both coming off pretty good wins, both scoring a shitload of points, both playing really good defenses, both winning their divisions... Both in the playoff picture, uh, everyone's calling them both surprise teams. There's a lot of similarities between the Rams and Vikes. Both and wear purple. They don't both wear purple. Oh. One of them wears man colors. And uh, what's wrong with wearing purple? I like purple. It's just not very intimidating. Is the oh, thing. you'll say that mm-hmm. until they're we'll coming see. at your face. I'm excited to get to the stadium. The U.S. Bank Stadium. Oh yeah, is going to be amazing. Even yeah, though I'll be amazing. in enemy territory, it's it's going to be gorgeous. I can already tell. Oh yeah, it's it's great. What um, and this is actually what's weird about this. We bought these tickets thinking it, you know, it'll be a fine, decent game. <laughs> yeah. Both teams will be four and four, or five and <laughs> yeah. five at the time, and whatever. It'll be fun to go to. Yeah. Now this is a this is the game of the week. Yeah. Uh, both like we I said, did not playoff. Te- this this is going to have huge playoff implications for seeding. Um, and both teams trying yeah, to... Yeah, where are they going to sit? Try, trying to run away with their division. Potentially, this is weird to say, first-round buys mm-hmm. are going to be in the mix in this game. Uh, I've never been more excited for a football game before. This is going to be insane. Do you... Now, I know. I think I know what you're going to say. Do you give either team an edge going into this game? Honestly, no. Um, it's... They're so... It's... it's. I don't know. I See, I'm always a... I, I'm a pessimistic sorts fan, <laughs> and 
like the way the Rams have been playing on offense, that makes me nervous. But the Vikings have also been pretty damn good on defense. So, mm-hmm. and the Vikings have been good on offense too with Case Keenum. So, I saw a side by side thing today that showed when Tom Brady came out as a, as a backup and when Case Keenum has come out as a backup, they're both five and two at this point. Five and two. Case Keenum has more touchdowns and yards. No, they have the same touchdowns. Keith Kingdom has more yards and the same amount of picks. So they both have, like, five touchdowns, two picks. Like, it's crazy. Huh. It's kind of funny. Not five touchdowns, but I think five wins, two losses, and that was, like... Yeah, he's got a lot more touchdowns. It was, it was like, 11 touchdowns, two picks, something like yeah. that. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, they've been tracking, similarly, they've been tracking Jared Goff's season mm-hmm. up against Kurt Warner's first season when really? the Rams won the Super Bowl. Greatest show on turf. Best offense to ever play. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, maybe second to the Patriots that one year, but they didn't win at all. Anyway, <laughs> they've been tracking Goff's uh, next to Warner's, mm-hmm. and he's got the same kind of. He's got yeah. like the same exact stats as That's Warner funny. did that year. Um, man, it's gonna be fun. They're really they're just so well matched. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the Vikings' strength, I think, on offense has been throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams are are better at defending the pass um, than defending the run. And so I think where where the Vikings can get an advantage is in running the ball. Mm-hmm. If they can run it, and well, they've been solid running the ball too. They have been better, and and that's I think that's the the one weakness of this Rams team is is the run defense, mm-hmm. and it's been getting better, but it's still it's the chink in the armor, mm-hmm. and so if they can do that, uh, I think they they could be well set up to win, but I think what it's what it's going to come down to in every football game is this way is turnovers, mm-hmm. because during both of these teams' win streaks, five for the Vikings, four for the Rams, I think, mm-hmm. um, they're not turning their their turnover differential is crazy, yeah, and. So I think whoever, whichever team slips up and starts turning it over and putting the offenses in good field position is going to be fucked. Yeah. But I'm hoping that uh, both teams play well in offense and it's going to be a high-scoring and interesting game. It should be fun. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to have a blast. And <laughs> we're going with a couple of our college buddies, Doug and Kirk, who are also Vikings fans. So I'll be alone. Uh, no stranger to that. But um, it's going to be good. We're going to make some prop bets, drink a bunch of beer, and uh, cheer on the Rams probably to a win. <laughs> so let's talk briefly about the wider playoff picture, right? So in the NFC, you've got the Eagles, Vikings, Saints, Rams, and then I think like the Cowboys and Panthers are the last two teams, or it might be the Seattle and the Panthers. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be Cowboys. Do you think, so I think about like the top four of those teams. I think your your Saints, Eagles, Vikings, and Rams are prob are I put them in a category of like probably in mm-hmm. wouldn't you say? Yeah, uh, the Vikes really realistically need to win three out of the next seven to win the division at this mm-hmm. point. So yeah, so the Vikings will probably get the division. I think if the Rams can't get the division and Seattle ends up getting it, I think the Rams are still pretty solidly in the wild card. Mm-hmm. But then you have teams like Dallas and Carolina, who are Falcons is and, one. and Atlanta mm-hmm. teams that aren't winning their divisions but are coming on strong as of late and mm, not Dallas not Dallas Dallas no. going the opposite direction yeah. but they're in positions where they could potentially get their division are out of those kind of four teams that we mentioned are there any and I would put Seattle kind of on there too yeah are there any to you that are standing out that you think are have the edge going the rest of the way after seeing last night I think the Panthers and I think they're they're only getting healthier they got Greg Olson coming back um side note real quick did you see the story about Greg Olson this yeah, he's he's, he's commentating. The he's going to commentate game. that game. Um, so my my future fantasy football tight end will be there. That'll be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so they're going to get healthier. They get Greg Olson back. They're Christian McCaffrey's heating up. He's playing out of his mind right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Funchess also. He's you know he's the, the lead guy. Fucker. <laughs> Cody lost because of Devin Funchess last night. Ugh. It's funny in fantasy. Anyway. So they got him. They got some young, younger wide receivers too that I think are stepping up. Their defense is playing really well right now. I, I think the the Panthers are are going to be a tough team to beat, and the Vikings got to play them coming up. So it'll be interesting. I think the Falcons too. I think they're going to start getting hot. Their their defense. I mean, Adrian Claiborne had six sacks. Yeah. He passed about ninety percent of the league in sack standings <laughs> this week in one game. But I think their defense is starting to get play better. Their offense hopefully starts clicking for them. We'll see. They're another team the Vikings have to play, mm. so that's fun. But I think I think those are the two. I don't. I think the Cowboys aren't going to make the playoffs. I, they're they did not look good. Their defense is bad. They can't run without Elliott. It, it, it just it, it was clear this week that they couldn't run without Elliott. Mm-hmm. And and they also lost their 
their left tackle for the game, so that's big. But still, I, I don't I don't see them as a playoff team. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, I, I do like uh, Carolina. I like Atlanta. Uh, Seattle is a weird one to me. I, I, I was just talking to someone about this last night. I don't think Seattle is a good football team. Mm-mm. But Russell Wilson is so fucking good yeah. that you're never out of a game when you have that guy. Yeah. And uh, Rams will have to play them down the stretch, potentially for the division. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I put them maybe right behind uh, Atlanta and Carolina, but mm-hmm. but they just they're one of those like flea teams that just won't they won't go away. They'll yeah. be in it till the end. And another one that I think still could potentially get in there is I think is the Redskins. I think they're they obviously lost the Vikings this week. Whoop. <laughs> um, but they they still have a really good offense. They I mean they put up thirty against the third best defense this week, and their defense actually is pretty good. They they they, they can get after the quarterback. Again, the they, Vikings have only given five up five sacks this season, and they put, had a lot of pressure on Keenum. So I think they're they're a team that still is very much in it. They beat Seattle with defense. It was a ten to eight game or something like that. Yeah. So beat the Rams too. Week yeah. Two. Yep. So I think they're a team that could if if they go on a, a nice winning streak. I think they're four and five right now. There's seven games left. If they can win six out of the last seven, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. So they're gonna need to get to work. But I I, I do like Washington. I love Kirk Cousins. Uh, I think they got a lot of talent on that team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I give them an outside chance, too. Uh, looking quickly at the AFC, uh, I think Patriots have gotten hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, there was some doubt a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Bills would challenge them for that division. Maybe the Jets, they started off hot. Yeah. Both those teams are kind of falling off. Patriots are probably going to get that division. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at the uh, AFC North, I think Pittsburgh is running away with it at this point. Yeah, but they're they're not winning games by much. They, they barely beat the Colts. They barely beat the Colts. They barely beaten. I think the Browns in Week One. It was Week One. They mm-hmm. also. I mean, the, the week before, the last game they played prior to last week too was a really close one. And they're they're just not. I don't see them as a as an actual contender going forward. I, I mean, they're they're going to win win some close games, but they're not. I think the Patriots are definitely the number one yeah. right now. I would have said the Texans until Watson got hurt. They were looking good. I don't give them a snowball's chance yeah. now. Um, yeah, Jacksonville is another one. That AFC South is going to be competitive because yeah. uh, Jacksonville and Tennessee mm-hmm. have both been playing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, between those two teams, I prefer Tennessee. See, I, uh, I, I think, prefer Jacksonville. You think so? Yeah, they're they're kind of a uh, they're similar to the Vikings in that they their defense is one of the best in the league. They're I think they're top five defense. Blake Bortles has been doing enough to win, help him win games. He drove, drove him down the field this week and won an overtime. Uh, or was it overtime? Yeah. It was an overtime. And they got a they got a good when when the run game's going, they got a damn good run game. So I, I think I'd prefer them over the, the Titans. Where uh, I think the difference maker for me is Mariota against mm-hmm. Bortles. Yeah. I think if you, if it's a six minutes left in the game and each of them's going to have one drive, mm-hmm. uh, I, I take Mariota. And I think that I think Tennessee. I don't think they're as good on defense. I don't think they run mm-hmm. the ball they have as well. A bad defense. But I think it's close enough that it would come down to the last five minutes of that game and give me Mariota every time over Blake Bortles in yeah. that situation. I agree That's why with that. I give them just a slight edge. Um. Colts and Texans are a laughing matter at this point. They're, they're not going to challenge for that at all. Uh, we talked about C- uh, Steelers are probably going to take that division. The West is really weird right now. You've got the Chiefs, who probably will win it, yeah. you, you got to think. Uh, Raiders are a couple games behind. Denver sucks. They've lost five straight. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and the Chargers, they they, 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 they try to lose games. They've they been were, they close were ahead in of, every game. Yeah, they were ahead of Jacksonville that entire game mm-hmm. and then gave up a bunch of points at the end, gave up the tie, and then gave up the win in overtime. Yep. Uh, they just, they're allergic to winning, <laughs> it seems like. I, I don't think they've lost a game by more than a touchdown Mm-mm. this year. <laughs> no, they've been in them all, and they've had leads in most of them. Mm-hmm. So it's they're, they're not a threat. Uh, it, I wish that they were. I, I love that team. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like Rivers. Uh, Melvin Gordon is my boy. He's on my fantasy team. Uh, I just I always want the Chargers to win, but they never fucking do. Yep. <laughs> and it's really frustrating. So probably the Chiefs. You think anyone? Uh, you think uh, Oakland maybe makes a run and challenges no. for it? They haven't been good, and they're I think they're two games under five hundred right now. They got the Patriots this week. Mm. Oof. So looking at now the AFC pick, wild card picture is is weird. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have. Either Jacksonville or Tennessee, whoever doesn't get that division. Mm-hmm. I think that's where your Bills could sneak in. Maybe. Um, and maybe, like, if Oakland made a run, maybe they get in as, a, like, a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. 
but there's really just not a lot of the AFC doesn't seem very deep to me. Mm-hmm. It's really just the which division. is a change from the past. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's been a flip. Mm-hmm. The NFC for a long time was worse than the AFC. Now it's it's easily. I mean, I would put any amount of money on the NFC winning the championship this season. I don't know though. Comes out of it. The Patriots, they're they're. Oof. Yeah, they have been looking good. Yeah, they have been looking good. Yeah, I don't know. That's hard to. I always forget about the Pats. Yeah, Pats are the only team that I think would win out of the NFC. At the AFC, I think they're the only team that would win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we're going to be talking a lot about the NFL playoff picture going forward. But uh, I want to spin quickly to a couple of just player-specific pieces of news. Ezekiel Elliott is finally fucking suspended. And I know I said this a couple weeks ago, but it wasn't true. <laughs> and now it is true. He missed last week's game. Cowboys sucked. He's going to be out, it sounds like, at least four games? Yep, he has a he has a, another appeal on December 1st that could get him back in week 14. Just in time for the Seth's fantasy playoff push. <laughs> Just in time for the Cowboys to miss the playoffs. <laughs> and uh, probably your fantasy team will too, <laughs> if we're being honest. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be good. Um, I'm just glad that justice is finally fucking served. That's what I like to see. And that's the only reason I wanted to mention it, because eat shit Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> Here's an interesting thing. Uh, apparently Colin Kaepernick has been named GQ's Citizen of the Year <laughs> for his his activism and his, um, his, his, his charity work and, and just the things he's done. Um, to further his cause, obviously you're all aware of what his cause is, donating and speaking uh, on the home front about just race relations. So um, I think that I think the honor is, is earned for him. Um, I've although I've this liked... honor is the reason I'm giggling is because this is the first time they've ever done it. Um, yeah, it's a new award. Right? Yeah, so it's like I think they just did it so they could give him an award. <laughs> but yeah, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. Uh, I I like this. It's good for Kaepernick. Now I did hear. A really, a, a really compelling argument um, against this. Um, there was, a, I think, a tweet that I saw that said, okay, so you have Kaepernick. He's doing stuff that's all well and good. But if you think about, like, J.J. Watt and the Houston flooding that happened, J.J. Yeah. J. Watt was really big in collecting he, donations. I think it was something like $37 million. It was a crazy amount of money, yeah. Uh, that were donated through J.J. Watt and his little, his group. Mm-hmm. Um straight to Houston. And mm-hmm. that's a huge philanthropic mm-hmm. uh, effort. So I, um, I I like Kaepernick. I like what he did. But I, I think also you really got to recognize J.J. Yeah. Watt for what he's done. I think when you when you consider at the end of the season your Walter Payton Man of the Year it's be J. in J. the Watt. NFL, probably it'll be J.J. Watt. Yeah, well, they won't. Kaepernick won't be part of that. Yeah, no, so. he's, yeah. <laughs> so, it's going to be J.J. Watt, and I think it's going to be a landslide. Yeah. And he's... Uh, Watt is one of those great guys. Uh, he's out for the season right now with an injury, which you hate to see. But mm-hmm. he's one of the all-time guys in the NFL. Not only talented, but he, he's just a good guy off the field, mm-hmm. and you can just tell he loves playing the game. So um, didn't want to didn't want to mention the Citizen of the Year award without without mentioning that. That was a good. Most of the time when I see uh, you know Kaepernick wins award and then someone's arguing against it, I'm like, oh here we go. Mm-hmm. But that person actually made a really good point. I thought. <laughs> I want to touch briefly on LeBron James. <laughs> Now you know I'm a I'm a, a I'm a newly converted lover of LeBron for the past couple seasons, and last night just for, further solidified that. Have, have you seen the highlights of last night's? Uh uh-uh. It's the Cleveland and the Knicks. Okay. And LeBron in this game, uh, first of all, for a while the the Knicks were up by like 25 points, and then the Cavs came back. Cavs ended up winning the game really close at the end. Anyway, during this game there was a sequence where. First, LeBron was guarding Kristaps Porzingis, who's a stud for the Knicks. And Porzingis tries to go to the hole. LeBron blocks him, swats it to another Cleveland player. Then LeBron turns around, runs down the court, gets a pass, and lays lays it in and gets fouled and won. Mm -hmm. In like 10 seconds, that all happens. Uh He does that, he hits the shot, and then he turns around and he flexes to the to the Knicks crowd and points at his at his at his arm, uh-huh. his flexed arm, for like forty seconds. <laughs> he was like, I'm a fucking man, look at my big ass arms. And I love seeing that kind of shit because like LeBron knows he's the best basketball player in the world. Uh-huh. And when he admits that he knows that, I think one is when he's at his best, and two, that's why I love basketball. <laughs> I love the shit talk, and I love even better when the shit talk is backed up. And after that, it doesn't stop there. 
LeBron went in uh, later on in the game, and he he either defended well or scored on this rookie player that the Knicks have. Mm -hmm. And then he got in the rookie player's ear, and the report is that he said something about how the Knicks should have drafted this other guy instead of you. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) And... That guy didn't like it, so he starts pushing on LeBron. And then Enos Cantor, who's another player for the Knicks, came over to defend his rookie, mm-hmm. and he got in LeBron's face. Which, on Cantor, is good. You want to defend your rookie. But he gets in LeBron's face. They get all hot and bothered. Everyone gets gets separated later on, and it's fine. Then they go on later on in the game. At the end of the game, there's like 25 seconds left or some shit like that. LeBron brings the ball up the court, and he's being guarded by Porzingis. He dribbles a couple times, pulls up from three, and hits what what ended up being the game-winning three-pointer just right in fucking Kristaps' face. <laughs> his best player on the Knicks, and he just owns his ass right in front of his fucking head. And then, so Cleveland wins the game. And then after the game, they were interviewing Enos Cantor, and were like, what uh, what gives with like LeBron? What's your thing? And Enos Cantor's like, look, man, I was defending my rookie. LeBron can't come in here and be a bully like that. I don't care if he calls himself the king, the queen, the princess, whatever. I don't care. Uh, this team doesn't doesn't get punked like that. And and then later on, they asked LeBron. They showed LeBron that clip and uh-huh. asked him about it. And they told him what Cantor said. And he was like, man, that's corny. How many times do you think I've heard princess and queen before? <laughs> I'm the king. My wife is the queen and my daughter is the princess. So we got all that covered. And as far as not getting punked, we just won that game. So I don't want to hear anything else. About it. And I was watching all this stuff today. Like, Oh fucking LeBron. Oh my gosh. This is, if LeBron is going to be like this now, even if it's just to the Knicks, then LeBron is my favorite player because I don't care how good you are. If you're going to talk shit and then win, that is my favorite type of fucking player. Uh, and that's what I want my LeBron to be like. And for what it's worth, I think he's going to need to be that kind of player if they're going to make a playoff run this year because mm-hmm. they're not as talented as they were before. So he's going to need to be a killer, um, something a lot of people have accused him of not being in the past. How, um, how are they doing? I haven't really seen. They're only 7-7 seven and seven right now. So, really? Yeah, so they're ninth in the uh, ninth in the East right now. So they wouldn't make it. So it's going to be a, a tough road to hoe for him this year because the East is really talented mm-hmm. in general. And, uh, you know, Celtics have been playing really well. They won like a dozen straight games. So... LeBron's going to need to come out, talk some shit, and score some game-winning baskets. I love this. What do you... So, like, when you think about, like, trash-talking in sports, I know, like, Richard Sherman comes to mind, mm-hmm. this kind of stuff from LeBron. Do you do you like seeing that? Does it make a difference to you? Not really, no. I... No. I, I don't really <laughs> care. I prefer my guys to be humble. Yeah, humility is all well and good. But when you're the best, nothing is more annoying than when you're the best and you won't admit it. That's my problem. So that's... When humility gets to that level, like... If Tom Brady was going to play a game against uh, against Derek Carr, mm-hmm. and he was like, man, Derek Carr's a really great quarterback. I had a decent game, but he's really good. He'd be like, fuck you, Tom Brady. You know you're the best player. Just admit it. And that's what I'm talking If you're not good, don't shit talk. Mm-hmm. But if you're Richard Sherman and you're the best corner in football, or you're um, LeBron James and you're the best basketball player in the world, fine, talk shit. Make someone beat you. That's what I say. I don't know. Because, like, I remember when like Peterson was was dominating everyone he never really talked about himself he doesn't know how to speak English <laughs> that's true that's his problem he just kept saying give me the football <laughs> I take the football <laughs> and take it into the end zone for my teammates <laughs> so he'd always describe what he was doing but he never really talked about how good he was at <laughs> good, good he at it he was so yeah well it don't even get me started on Adrian Peterson they'd be like hey Adrian Peterson what'd you have for breakfast today yeah just hand me the football and I'll take it into the end zone for my teammates I got great blocking up front and man it's a real good football team that's the only that's the only thing he ever said to anybody yeah I don't know man give me the give me the cocky guys who can back it up that's why that's those are the guys that entertain me movies we got a whole ton of movie news um, to get through so a lot of this will be quick hitter but We'll dive into a couple of these things. So the big movie coming out this weekend, I know we're going to try to get to it, I think, on Thursday night, Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, DC Extended Universe has given it another go. First one since Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. People are really excited about it. Now, there was some changes made. They went from Snyder to Joss Whedon, who's now at the helm. And it sounds like we have an idea now of how much changes he made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie is roughly around 15 to 20% of Whedon. So I'm excited for that. I mean, I'm excited to overall from what i've heard from people who've seen it um the various like youtube channels and stuff that i follow it's you can't tell who you know when 
when it changed hands or what scenes or who. It's a pretty seamless movie. It's a pretty. It's under two hours too, so I think it. It sounds like it's a pretty well cut movie. There's not a whole lot of fat in there, so most almost everything I've heard is good. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm excited to get to it because honestly, I just hope that it's. I don't need it to be this big real thing that they're trying that they were trying to be with like Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just want it to. I just want to watch some ass kicking and hear I heard some it's good fun. rock music. Yeah, I heard that's it's it. fun. That that's that's the word that keeps coming by is fun. You know, good action. Yeah, Wonder Woman steals it, so I'm excited. Yeah, we've been hearing that word thrown around a lot. Fun. Mm-hmm. This movie's fun. It's fun mm-hmm. with like Thor. Um, I know we said it a lot about like Logan Lucky mm-hmm. was a really fun one for us, and uh, I've been hearing some like pushback where it's like. Don't just call a movie fun, like that's dumb. But I, I honestly think in the in the superhero realm, mm-hmm. that's what it has to be. Yeah, it has. Comic books weren't, a, a, well, after a while they were, but mm-hmm. for most of the time, they're fun. Comic books are meant to be entertaining and fun. Mm-hmm. And so, don't try to wow me with this big complex emotional story. Just show me some slow mo ass kicking, yep. and I'm ready to go. Yep. Along those lines, though, we've been hearing a lot more about Ben Affleck leaving the universe, mm-hmm. and. He wants. It sounds like he wants out. He said he might do the uh, one that's directed by what's his name, Matt. Oh yeah, the Apes, Apes guy. guy. Yeah. So he, I forgot his name, but uh, he he said he might stick around for one one of those, and then he wants to find a. He said a nice way out or something like that. So we'll see. I, I wouldn't be mad at him leaving. I, I liked him. I like him a lot, but. I mean, I think it sounds like DC is kind of... They don't really care about how these movies connect anymore. They, mm-hmm. they The the universe, quote-unquote universe, I think is just more, we're going to make a bunch of DC movies, and hopefully people are, like them, hopefully they're good. I don't need them to connect. I, I think with Marvel, I, I like that they connect. With DC, they have such strong characters. Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, Greenland. Like, they have these, you know, marquee characters that people can name... Whereas Marvel doesn't have that Mm-mm. other than Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, before the movie started, name a Marvel hero, you say Spider-Man and X-Men. That's mm-hmm. about it. Can maybe Captain, maybe someone says Captain America. Yeah. With with superheroes, most people would say, name five superheroes. People, people would say Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You know, they'd say basically the Justice League. Yeah. So, I, I think that I would rather see, like, a great Wonder Woman movie, like, like this last one was. I'd rather see a great Batman movie like The Dark Knight. I'd rather see a great Superman movie like the ones back in the set. Like, that's what I'd rather see. I don't need a whole thing connected. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm I'm frankly getting pretty exhausted of the MCU and their whole need to be connected. Mm-hmm. But I, you're right. I think that that is a better fit for them. Yeah. And DC has a better fit with individual characters. Yeah. Every five years or so, throw in a Justice League movie just for shits and gigs. Yeah, and they can, I mean, they can also make it within the same universe if they really want to. Like, for example, and this isn't the best example, but so like this recent episode of Supergirl made a reference to Smallville, like a character that only existed in Smallville, didn't exist in the comics at all. Huh. Made a reference to Smallville, but they don't exist in the same universe at all. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been any rumors of that. And they said that they've even come out because Tom Willing was a rumor to be in be Superman in Smallville or in Supergirl. But they don't exist. They just made a reference to it. Do that stuff. I'm I I love that stuff. Give yeah. me just little Easter eggs. Throw that stuff in there. Explain it a little bit. But these movies don't need to exist in the same universe. Yeah, I like it. I think uh, I think that's a good way to put it. So sticking with the DC universe here, uh, I want to talk briefly about the Wonder Woman movie. Now it sounds like uh, there's been a, a change in their release date plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wonder Woman is scheduled to come up come out in November 2019. I think November first 2019 so that that's that's good news that's an extra month and some change that that'll be coming out so i'm excited for that the first one was great so one of my favorite movies this year and it's also coming out the week before the new james bond is coming out Ah. which i think is kind of funny because people are kind of already already speculating which one will do better and i think one will do better by far i really i I really do I, i think james bond is getting a lot of people are getting, and it's proven by the box office that James Bond is kind of getting stale, and people are kind of tired of the the Playboy, you know. The the he's 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 a James Bond is a common mold from the '40s, yeah. you know. He's he's this 
treats women like crap and he's you know the coolest guy on screen and all that stuff and th- put to put Wonder Woman out the week before that almost is kind of like a middle finger like we're yeah. changing it I, I, th- I think it's cool it definitely I is, hope Wonder Woman kills it it's super um, now that that's happened mm-hmm. that, that you can put Wonder Woman up against James Bond and probably Wonder Woman will do better yeah I think it's pretty cool yeah. socially um, and you're right James Bond has uh, lost a lot of its luster in yeah. recent years, especially with all the drama around Craig and yeah. the new movies haven't done as well as, as movies past. So, and yeah, I'm personally more excited to see James Bond because I still love James Bond, mm-hmm. but I totally understand uh, people that are more excited to see Wonder Woman yeah. um, or, and those who aren't interested in James Bond anymore. And they also moved it up moved it up because it was going to originally scheduled to come out the week before Star Wars that year. And I think it's been proven, too, by how big November has been with like the work made a shit ton of money and mm-hmm. people are gearing up for the holidays and we'll go see movies with their family and stuff like that. Wonder Woman's a good movie to see like family wise with young, you know, young kids, especially young girls get, you get so many more people to the theater that way mm-hmm. um, with, with just the marketing. Cause you can still get the guys for the action. You get the girls cause it's a, it's a role model. I, bringing it out in November is good because it leads up into the holiday season. And then December star Wars, uh, that that's a new tradition i think Mm. so i'm excited for it yeah as much as i like wonder woman they didn't stand a chance against it would be so stupid to go against they'd make a ton they'd make a ton of money week one and then there it'd be probably the biggest drop drop Mm. off in in history and now wonder woman gets to be in theaters over thanksgiving which Mm -hmm. is one of the biggest days of the year to go to the movies so i think it's a good move uh i was only a matter of time before before i think this was always going to happen it was never they were never Mm going to put it up against star wars uh one last piece of dc news uh, it's been announced a while back that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be playing Black Adam, who is, he's an enemy of a hero called Shazam, who's getting a new movie. Shazam. We, we talked a couple weeks about, a couple weeks ago about Zachary Levi, who played Chuck on TV. He's going to be Shazam, um, and he'll go, obviously, against The Rock. But it sounds like we're not going to have to wait until the Shazam movie to get to meet Black Adam. Yeah, sounds like he might be in Suicide Squad too, which... If there's one thing that can get me excited for that fucking movie, <laughs> it's gonna be The Rock. And and well, to be fair, I haven't seen any of the Fast and Furious movies, and putting him in there didn't—I've seen the first two, <laughs> and, and putting him in there didn't make me want to see it anymore. But I mean, it's it's superheroes and The Rock. Give me it. Yeah, uh, I I'm ugh. I doubt Suicide Squad does very well, but The Rock yeah. will help. Yeah, I, from what I heard too, he's not gonna be in it much, but the rumored kind of story is that. The squad is back together for to find, find and destroy, uh, basically a, like a really super powered weapon. And the rumor is that the rock, is that super powered weapon. So ah okay, well that's kind of cool. Yeah. I wonder if that will somehow end up creating Shazam. I don't know how he works exactly. I don't know. But I know he draws the same power as Black Adam. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if in their whole thing maybe. Billy Batman sleeps in or slips in and picks something up that allows him to be. I don't know. I don't know how it all works, but that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Shazam! So here's just a a quick hitter. It sounds like Tom Holland broke his nose. (laughs) And uh, nobody knows if it was on the set of um, Infinity War Mm. for Marvel or uh, another movie that he's been working on. But apparently it's like the third time he's broken his nose (laughs) on a movie because he does most of his own stunts. Yeah, he does a lot of flips and stuff. Yeah, which I think is pretty cool. But it sounds like he's, he's... his scenes are done for the next couple Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about having Tom Holland's nose broken for the movies. But just, I thought it was kind of funny. Also, I like that he does his own stunts. I think that's cool. Also, he's probably in the suit most of the time. And the suit's CGI anyway. So it doesn't really matter what his yeah. nose looks like. It's not going to be uh, much of a change. Yeah. But yeah, that guy just has so much fun playing Spider-Man. I, I like, I just like his deal. And uh, speaking of Spider-Man, <laughs> now this is weird. Yeah. This came out of nowhere. There's going to be more Spider-Man deeper universe kind of thing, right? Yep. Morbius the Living Vampire is his actual title. The which dumb name. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely dumb. But uh it's it's written which makes me nervous. It's written by the same people who wrote Power Rangers, who also wrote Dracula Untold. Oh no. And both of those movies are admittedly not good movies. Not great. No, not great. So we'll see. But, I mean, obviously it's too early to know if, you know, Tom Holland will show up in these. But I just remember Morpheus, Mor- Morbius, excuse me, from when he would, so he was on the on the, the Spider-Man 90s cartoon. He would be in that quite a bit. 
And I just remember, because he used to have a power where he could, like, grab people and, like, suck their life out of them. Do you remember this? No. You don't remember this at all? I don't remember him. I When I heard this, I was like, who the hell is Morbius? You don't remember? You don't remember? I do not remember You loved that cartoon. cartoon. I, I watched that cartoon, like, religiously. No recollection. I, I just remember, so he had, in the cartoon anyway... He, he, that was one of his powers. He didn't, like, you know, bite anyone. He would grab onto them with his hands and suck the life out of them. And then he tur- he could also turn into a bat. On his hand, though, like, when they showed it in the car, I just remember this. I remember this vividly. On his hand, it would be, like, little suction cups. So his hands would be, like, they'd be suction cupping. Like, you could see it beforehand. Or it'd be, like, and then it would look like I, I, it didn't have Ew. sound effects. It didn't have sound effects, but I wish I could show you. But then he would just grab someone and uh, grab the life out of them. Yeah, it was weird. That's really gross and sounds completely dumb. Yeah. You mentioned uh, Dracula Untold. Mm-hmm. Originally, that was supposed yeah, to be. <laughs> it was supposed to be the first movie in Paramount's Dark Universe, mm-hmm. which was going to tie in all the classic monsters: the Mummy, Dracula, um, Bride of Frankenstein. I would assume Frankenstein also, but that's not going to be happening. Nope. Well, because yeah, that that was supposed to kick it off, and then they said nope, that's not part of it, and then the Mummy is supposed to kick that off, the Dark Universe, and then nope. The producers have left, so it's not officially canceled yet. They might still save it, but I, they no, don't. It's dead. Yeah, just stop trying. A lot of people blame this on Universal, and because like I've heard that some of those script, like the like the Dracula script, actually was kind of kind of good from what I've heard. But who knows? On on a Universal note, here's one final segue where we're gonna build <laughs> on Universal. Their their animated studio, Illumination, who makes Minions is also going to be making a Mario movie. Da-ding! It's a me! <laughs> so, we'll see about that. I, I I think they're trying to, from what I've heard, they're trying to go for, like, a Lego movie type of vibe. You know, make it funny. Which, I don't know if they can do that with Mario, because he's not a very funny guy, other than when he's, like, hits his head on something, and he's like, oh! You know, like that type of thing. But He just murders a lot of animals. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're animals. They're, they're, they're alive, whatever yeah, it is I they are. I guess they are. Fun fact about Mario, the original Mario that was made, the story went that um, whatever bad guy changed all of the people in this world into bricks. So every time you bust open a brick in the original Mario game, you're murdering a person. <laughs> so that'll be a great kids movie, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I'll see it. I mean, the, f- the first the first Mario movie, ever, have you ever seen that? With it's John, bad. With, with John, John Leguizamo. Oh, it's so bad. I, I don't think I've seen it, but it's got like two on Rotten Tomatoes. It's really bad. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned James Bond earlier, and there, it's still up in the air, the plans for the new Bond film set to come out two years from now. Uh, but they're looking for a director. One of the people on the short list for directing that was going to be Denis Villeneuve. And he did Arrival a couple years back, which mm. was excellent. He just did Blade Runner, which I'm told is excellent, but I don't get it. <laughs> now... Um, he was in talks to do James Bond. Sounds like that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Reason why is he's going to instead be working on a new Dune movie. Yeah. Dune, if you don't know, was a huge sci-fi series of books like 40 years ago. And in like the 70s or 80s, they tried to make a Dune movie. And everyone said that this book is an unfilmable book. Just there's just so It's so vast and big mm-hmm. and so sci-fi and so weird and out there that it's been described as unfilmable. Well, they tried to do it back in the day, and it was awful. Mm-hmm. Apparently, no one likes it. I've not watched it. Well, Denis Villeneuve wants to give it a shot, so he's going to be working on that instead of James Bond. Mm-hmm. Now, this could be cool. I, I I own a copy of Dune. I've just never read it. Really? The first one? Yeah. I got it on uh, Amazon uh, Audible. I just, uh, haven't, I just haven't started it. Okay. But... I'm told, you know, it's this big, vast sci-fi universe, kind of similar to, like, a Dark Tower is mm-hmm. what I've heard. I don't know how how much that tracks, mm-hmm. um, but I, I love the Dark Tower. So I may try to give this a read. Uh, this Denis Villeneuve guy, he knows how to make a Now, we didn't like Blade Runner, but that dude still knows how to make a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, this could be cool. Uh, I think he's better suited for that than he is for James Bond, to yeah. be honest. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how... Uh, you know, where Bond goes and, mm-hmm. and more Dune news will be interesting, too. A lot of nerds are going to be coming out for that one. Also, I heard that the first time ever they're going to have a returning Bond girl. Uh, the one from the last movie is coming back. So Is it Miss Moneypenny? I don't remember her Or name. is it one of the others? One of the others. I, I don't know. I don't remember her name. I just heard. Still pretty I, cool. I haven't seen. I haven't. I, the only one I've ever watched is Casino Royale because you were watching it. Oh. it was on, that was good, actually. I love that movie. But, uh. 
It's my favorite. I just don't care about James Bond at all. I I really don't. He's boring. (laughs) Speaking of people we don't care about, you can add to the list Louis C.K. Turns out he's a sex offender, um, which apparently isn't even is barely news anymore. You just wait until the next person who's going to be outed as a sex offender. Like George Decay. Where the hell did that come from? George Decay. Oh my. (laughs) Apparently he's a sex offender. I. These fucking guys, man. I'm sick. It's just a matter of time before everyone we know is a sex offender, Mm -hmm. which is really terrifying. Um, and also a bummer because now we can't enjoy any of now it's really insensitive but now we can't enjoy any of their movies and stuff anymore because now we have to know they're a sex offender obviously people who they committed these crimes against have it much worse than us mm-hmm. um, but really annoying that now Louis C.K. Is, and he deserves this he's never going to work again mm-hmm. or at least close to it uh, evidenced by the fact he had a movie fixing to come out like two weeks ago mm-hmm. and there was a the big Hollywood premiere was going to be one night, but the day before, the uh, newspaper who was going to publish the story that was outing him as being accused of of, of um, he was jerking off in front of women is the problem, mm. and they told the studio before that hey you might not want to release this movie because we're going to put the story out in a couple days and they canceled the whole premiere the movie's been pulled uh, it's not going to get released anymore mm-hmm. and uh, good that's what I say. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I agree. I I didn't really know what he did. I've been, I mean, I I just know these people are terrible. I don't really like reading into the stories. But if there's, I would have guessed that, like, if I saw him walking down the street and I didn't know he was Louis C.K., I would guess that he probably did that. Yeah. Jerked off in front of He's a, he's a weird looking dude. He's a creepy looking guy. Yeah. And his comedy is, I liked some of his early stuff, mm-hmm. but then he steered really hard into the, like, controversial type mm-hmm. shit like i know he says like slurs and things yep. in his um apparently in his new movie there was going to be white characters using the n-word jesus and he just like don't be that fucking guy don't mm-hmm. be a dickhead and just don't pull your dick out in front of women that's like yeah. the easiest thing you know how i was <laughs> i was just telling you this last night you know how easy it is to not pull your dick out in front of women <laughs> i do it all the time women <laughs> never see my dick <laughs> um on a side note with in terms of just creepy ass dudes, that Kevin Spacey movie, uh, All the Money in the World, that so they came out a couple days ago, said that the reshoots with Christopher Plummer is the guy, the actor's name, um, doing them right now, and it's going to cost about two point five million dollars for all that, which is a lot of money for a movie like that because it's a very it's a smaller scale movie, but they're at, they're for one I've I've heard that Michelle Williams' performance in it is amazing and that she's almost a lock for an oscar nom wow so i i hope that this movie in general gets a makes that money back and more on top of that i i hope that they can overcome all this with kevin spacey i hope chris i mean christopher Palmer is an amazing actor and I th- i'm sure he'll do well he doesn't have to wear the prosthetics he looks a lot like the guy so i i hope this movie gets a lot of awards i hope it gets i hope it makes money i honestly i i knew that this movie existed you know, when before Kevin Spacey, I didn't. I wouldn't have known the name. I would have. I the only reason I knew this movie is because of Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. I knew he was in it. Now I know the director, Ridley Scott. I know Michelle Williams. Like it just shows that some good can come out of this. And mm-hmm. a movie like that, which is apparently incredible from what I've heard, is getting brought in the light, and it's going to make hopefully make money and get awards. And they turn it around, which is good. Yeah, they say they say any press is good press, and mm-hmm. yeah, maybe. But they did the, they did the whole right thing though. They said yeah, Kevin they Spacey, kicked him out of it. Out of they the reshot him. Yeah, uh, well, I, they kept the release date. They didn't yep. change it. They didn't change a thing for him other than what he was in. in yep. it. So I'm excited for that. I like it. I think I, I agree with you. I think it's a sweet move by the by the <laughs> filmmakers. And fuck him. I hope it yeah. wins every single award, and he can't be a part of it. I hope Christopher Plummer wins an award for that. That role. would be amazing. That would be so funny. That would be amazing. But that I mean that that trailer looks incredible. I think it looks like a really good movie, and, and I was excited to see it prior to all this, and I'm even more excited for it now. So. Yeah, it looks like an excellent one. Definitely is going to be in the awards conversation. Mm-hmm. Just based, you can just kind of tell yeah. when they're going for it. And uh, yeah, this could be a really good one. Maybe we'll. Uh, I'll try and link to the trailer down below so you guys can check it out. It'll be the Kevin Spacey trailer. But <laughs> oh yeah, Kevin Spacey will be in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, trigger warning for you. Those of you guys who don't want to look at his dumb fucking face. Well, yeah, it's, it's covered in makeup in this too. So. Woo! This uh, it's been a ton, a ton, a ton of news and headlines this week, and uh, it's been fun to uh, to catch up on all of it. 
We're excited to get out and see Justice League this weekend. We'll be doing a ride home video from that. Make sure you head on over to Jared Buckendall YouTube channel. Um, I know over last weekend he did Murder on the Orient Express was one of his reviews, uh, and I'm sure he'll be putting out a Justice League one this weekend. Did so Daddy's Home too? Daddy's Home too as well. Uh, make sure you're over there checking out. You can find that at Jared Buckendall on YouTube, and he's on all the social medias as well. We'll link to his stuff down below as always. Don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you happen to be listening, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. And uh, go ahead and leave us a comment, or uh, rather a review, on Podknife. I uh, want to give a special shout-out to uh, listener Jared. <laughs> Who's that guy? Who uh, left us a, a very nice review. So, yeah. Jared, thank you very much for that. Uh, much appreciate the nice words. So, uh, the rest of you, go out and leave us a review uh, whether it be good or bad, that's on Pod Knife. That's Pod K N I F E, like the thing you used to cut people. And uh, also follow them at Pod Knife on Twitter. You can find Seth and I on Twitter. We'll link to our our um, our personal accounts as well as at Soco Show Pod, uh, where you can find all sorts of goodies. As always, you got anything else? Get your pet spayed and neutered. Get your pet spayed and neutered, people. Uh, and thanks as always for joining us. This has been episode eighteen. This is Cody Michael for Seth Ott signing off. We'll see you next week. Bye!